We're back to the warehouse for the second ball and play tournament. We are back from Peter's grandmother-in-law's house. We are full of milk. Let's talk crits ball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball, sports, and the warehouse, but lately about crits ball. I'm your co-host, Brennan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Delray. Hey, Brendan. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, uh, staying true to our liar pod nature, <laughs> we said we'd be back uh, last week and only cover two games. And we Instead, tricked you. we're going to cover four. Yep, just like everybody asked, because we, you know, we said we were going to do that, and then we got flooded with messages saying, "Can Funny. you not? Can you just like, can you cancel the podcast?" And we said, "Cancel it, sure, cancel it." And then if Peter's you like, "You know what? I, I kind of want to do it again." So we're back you know, for four games. I went to my grandmother-in-law's house. She said, "You're going to cancel?" No, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> You're going to cancel, and she was holding. We're still a crisp ball dunked in milk. <laughs> she dunked in milk. She had a T-shirt on. It. We were selling. Somebody's selling merch for us. We have no idea. And it just says, worst pod ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's a fan. Uh, I think I think that one of our largest demographics is the 90-plus uh, demographic. Yes. Ever since we started um, ball and play coverage, it's been 90-plus. Everybody who's been listening forever knows that for uh, Blitzball Battle, it's been babies. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, now, that's the funny thing. Is like opposite end of the nine and cycle. below and ninety and above. It's nothing in the middle. Nothing in the middle. Not a soul. Not a soul. If you're in the middle, reach out to us. We're not Send us a picture of us. I think. Well, the people in the middle are the ones that have been begging for us to cancel. But we'll take any lessons we can get. No, we'll take it. We like hate lessons. We hate like lessons. We yeah, we hate like lessons. <clears throat> so if you like us, don't listen. Hate us, listen. Listen. It's the rules. That's we the don't rules. make them. We don't make them. We only break them. Why don't you go burning, Brandon? Yeah. We're begging for death threats in our comments. Begging for them. Begging for them. Er, Brendan's going to burn. It's going to be unorthodox this time because we are, Brendan's going to be burning four games in a row. You're going to have to guess which game's which. Um, <laughs> and I, Brendan I has promised me. Which game it is? I had it ready <laughs> no. to say. <laughs> say. Say which game it is. Okay. But Brendan has <laughs> promised me before we started recording uh, that there are zero jokes <laughs> in these burns. To which and Peter said, it, about two there usually are long. zero jokes. And then I went, wow. And I said, that's what I said. There usually are zero jokes. And right. Brendan went, ah. Oh. Yeah, and then Peter went, there usually are zero jokes. And I went, oh. And that's when Brendan went, nope. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going I'm to rip off these four burns real quick, and uh, we'll get into it. Yes, we're going to get into it. You guys are going to, this is going to be the episode where we lose listeners. Yep. So, sorry in advance. You're lucky. And You're Brendan, lucky you have us. Here we go. Why don't you boing? Game five, Hookline versus Rotten. And wow, can Hookline sinkers rake? They embarrass Forgotten Rotten by nearly doubling their total score, 100 to 61. Game six, Pinstripe Strong versus Baggage. Two strong teams going at it in this one, each hitting for over 50 runs in the first inning, but mid-90s is not enough to hold a lead against a team with Lou on it. Baggage makes this one close by getting a second wicket just before Pinstripe finishes the chase, winning 95 to 94. Game seven, Lovius versus Baggage. Looks like Lovia's learned how to hit as they put Baggage down by over 50 going into the bottom of the second. 
but Jake has finally woken up this tournament and aids Aaron in their march to victory, taking this one 115 to 114. Game 8, Rotten versus We Got Ice. This game starts like a normal ball and play game with both teams approaching the 50 run mark going into the second inning. What was once a close game completely flips on his head when Jack Doyle gets a perfect first over and helping keep Rotten nine total runs the entire second inning. We Got Ice easily finishes the job chasing them down to win 62 to 58. Open time. Open time. That's a callback. That's a callback. Uh, yeah, so, so true to your word, no jokes. <clears throat> Which, is, funny. which one was the funniest? Uh, but, I was gonna say, which is the funniest one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, quick thing about each one: rotten hook line, absolute decimation. Uh, forgotten uh, rotten yeah. got killed. Hook line announced themselves, putting up a hundred nuts. You know, next game, pinstripe versus baggage. Baggage, like this, was the game where baggage made me feel like, oh, this isn't a two a two team tournament. Baggage can really like get in there with the best of them, even though Jimmy wasn't there anymore, and Jimmy was arguably their best player in the first game. You right. Know? Game after that, Baggage versus Lovias. Um, Lovias woke up too late because you know you had Baggage who was going from the beginning, and you know they <laughs> probably could have won this game. You know they won it what two balls into that last over, and Jake fucking stepped up and said, you know what. I don't suck. I'm not drunk anymore. And then Rotten versus We Got Ice. Uh, you know, We Got Ice, we know this from Blitzball Battle. Defensive specialist team, and they proved it. Jack Jack's perfect inning was, uh, I think, my favorite thing that I've ever seen. I'm sorry, perfect over. My favorite thing that I've ever seen in the warehouse, period. It's I was my favorite thing I've ever seen in the world. In the world. Yeah. Put it on the map. In the flat um, world with the flat map. <clears throat> Flat, what? What'd you say? Nothing. Moving on. Unbelievable. Um, it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I was on the edge of my seat. Like I was like, I can't get myself excited about this. Like there's six overs. It's such an offensive league. Like there's no way that he's gonna get zero the whole time. Six balls per over. No way. And then he did it. Uh, Justin Pennick couldn't see him at all. No, nothing. It was crazy. I mean, Panic hasn't really gotten a lot of swings in this tournament, so I, I don't blame him for like not having his his A swing Has down yet. I feel like he hasn't gotten up too much, especially with like with with Trev up there. He usually doesn't get wicketed out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you you know, I've been, I've been begging for a, a defensive game, like a, like a really low total game. So I'm fine. I'm so glad yeah. we got this one. Panic. I mean, I don't want to be an asshole, mm. but Panic has faced more balls than BBD. And Rob Sirocco. Okay. Well, and that they makes both me have... an asshole because that means to me he's not memorable at the plate. <laughs> For me, it has. Yeah. Not, I guess has not done too much. <laughs> Sorry. It, he scored. He scored twelve runs off of fourteen balls. Um, for comparison's sake, Rob and BBD both have faced eleven balls. Rob has thirty runs off of hits, and BBD has thirty-four off of hits. And then not to mention, like, Shelfie has eight balls faced, 19 runs scored. And then Atif has six faced, 11 scored. So... Hookline rakes and... Hookline rakes. I mean, I did a thing. I don't know if you saw this on the uh, the stat sheet. If you go to stats for, for batters and then scroll down, <clears throat> I have all the players ranked based on runs scored per balls oh, yes, faced off of this. hits alone. I believe this is off hits alone. 
Right. Um, so not counting no balls and stuff. And Justin Pennick has finished. Yeah, not counting no balls. Justin Pennick has finished the tournament with a zero point eight six runs scored for per. I ball mean, space. that that perfect inning there really did not do him a service. Like, there's a lot of dot balls. No. I think that, that really killed that really put him in the in that bottom spot for it, good. It killed and, and, and poor Matt too for just kind of being thrown into all of this. You, you get the sense that he was not like ready to be on this team. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe if he got some more reps, he could have picked it up a little bit. But uh, maybe t- tough to be I mean, it's, it's, it's probably a lot. I think I think they said in his first game that it was. Uh, he's a fan, and yeah, he was was called upon. Like I can't imagine if I if me. Or you, I don't know how you feel, but me, if I, as a fan, if I was like, "Hey, Brennan, can you come uh, this weekend and just come play?" I'm like, yeah, like I might be like a little confident going into it. Like, oh, all I have to do is like, swing at this like forty mile per hour ball. It's easy. Then you get right. there, like everyone said in our like our player interviews about blitzball stuff. It's so much different as soon as you get in there. And, I, and maybe he w- wouldn't wasn't as cocky as I would have been going in there. <laughs> I, I would, I'm sure I would have been, been decimated just by the pressure yeah. of the energy, yeah. and the people that are there. It's it's probably a lot. No doubt in my mind. I mean, like, <clears throat> Pennick, at least you could say, defensive specialist. We saw him throwing himself on the ground to block the ball. He was, he's, you know, a pretty good bowler as well. I mean, we can't discount that at all. Pennick's averaged 15.95 runs yeah. per over. At um, this point, as, as people are getting better at hitting, that average is pretty good. Like, if, if you, really, if you really come out good. of a, an over at 15... It's not bad. Not bad no, at all. Not at all. That's like pretty much what <clears throat> it's not what you want, but I would say it's about average. You'd be ha- you'd be um, happy with that coming out of that over, I think. He was the second best on the team next to Trev, and we all know that Trev is he's pretty good. Pretty good. Trev pretty good. Do you, do you want to give out the awards for each one of these games so we can start chronologically uh going yeah. through these guys? So for anybody who's going to be who's a little confused with how we're going through this, it may seem like we're going through fast. Me, Brendan and I talked about um, the most things we're going to talk about in each of these games is going to come from our discussions in the awards. Uh, every game was amazing. Don't get me wrong. Um, we're not because because we're covering four today. We're not going to go as in depth as we usually do. And plus, when we Let's be honest. When we go, quote unquote, in depth, we're usually talking in circles for about an hour right. where we just say the same thing over and over. So, so maybe this is our, actually our best episode. Who knows? Game five. Also, these, they, they also don't Hook need line. to fully get like they all saw these like a week ago. So right. they, I mean, we're not doing them any. They all saw it. They all saw it. And if you didn't see it, Eric, then watch it. <laughs> um, yeah. Game five. Rotten versus hook line. Player of the game. Player of the game. Which one was better? Um, I don't really think I heard a difference. See, I'm very good at my craft. <laughs> um, player of the game. Peter has it this week, so let's kick it to him. Hey, Peter, who's your player of the game? Thanks, Pete. Uh, player of the game. BBD. Big time. Uh, okay. I have this time for play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> um. I have this in my notes a couple times. It should be Jay. Jay should be the player of the player of the game, but, but he gets paid to play cricket, so I don't want to pick any of the professionals. Wow, um, interesting. Can I we, do want to call. Can we not give a professional a player? Have we? Have we not? I don't think so. I think uh, we gave it to like Rusty one time. No, we gave play to Rusty. 
one time, uh, but I don't think we've given player to a, a pro. Um, it should be Jay. Jay scored 41 runs off of hits and no balls. Um, but instead, it's going to be BBD because uh, he did a great job on the mound while he was bowling, only letting up 10 runs over 1.33 overs. In cricket terms, I believe it's 1.2 overs because it's two balls. Uh, got two wickets, only allowed four hits, and had that great scream after, uh, I believe, he caught that final out. Mm. Was that what that was? Yeah. He he had a f- fucking great scream. I love that scream. Well, well I, mean, um, I mean, we didn't talk about it too much yet, but you're kind of getting into my play. Oh, okay. And then he also did a great job with limited at-bats, where he where in the game he averaged 2.71 runs per ball. Um, we've yeah, I mean, been talking I, about this all tournament. BBD is fucking great fierce, at this sport. He's so good. He's mad he hasn't gotten a BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game, but he's too offensive. I mean, he sort of gets it Every game, at least he gets his name mentioned. I mean, he he gets a gets lot of press name. from this podcast. So he got his press. He gets his press. That's his bench press. I wonder what BBD. What do you bench? BBD. How about you write in our comments? What do you bench? Do you think you bench more or less than everybody else on uh, hook line sinkers? Let us know. Let Reach us out know. to us. We love you. Um, but yeah, BBD. I thought was a very clear player of the game here. He was. Unreal, Jolly's starting to find his feet too. Um, yeah, we know we know Jolly's got a sweet swing too. Jolly's got a sweet swing too. Jolly's got a sweet swing too. He's got that. I'll just uh, do this that really quick. Swing. Really quick. Jolly's had you know two point four runs per ball. Uh, Jay had two point six seven runs per ball. So BBD had the most in this game. In terms of run, runs per balls faced um, on hook line, at the very least, mm. uh, because Trav had three point six, but that's you know they lost. They lost. Uh, not eligible. Not eligible. Ineligible. After a, a massive first game for Drew, he kind of faltered in this one a little bit in t- in terms of the offense, which is fine. Um, you know, you know I he still has one of the tank though if he needs to. What did you say? We know we know Drew still has it in the tank. It's not like he just you know he still has it in the tank. Yeah. And like the big thing here, right? We've been saying this for a while now. The two best teams, based on all eight games that I've seen played yet, are very clearly Hookline and Pinstripe Strong. And it's very interesting seeing them next to one another um, because you have Pinstripe Strong, who has Lou, who's this absolute powerhouse, uh, dominant on bowling side, striking side, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's the first person in the tournament to eclipse uh, 100 runs scored off of hits. I believe he's still the only person to go over 100 on hits alone, you know, um, because everybody else has to have the no-ball runs added in. And then you have hook line, where it's not that one dominant player it's right. four yeah, above average part. players. Like like I said before, I have the uh, run scored per ball faced thing. All four hook line players are in the top 10. No other team has that. Uh, 
three of them are in the top six. You know, it's crazy how good this team is as a whole. So it's going to be interesting if those if these two are the two that find each other in the finals. It's going to be so interesting to watch because that's going to be, I think, one of the best games that we will ever see. I, that being said, wait. we got ice showed today that they're really good. Um, and baggage we know is really good. You know, Luke is putting on an absolute performance. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Later, but for now, play of the, the game. game. Play of the game. Well, you you kind of touched on two things I have to talk about because I have this play of the game and then another special award that I accidentally created that I, you you, you you glossed over perfectly. Um, so my play of the game. BBD's inning-ending wicket catch. Just, uh, I, I think what really did it for me, obviously it was an inning-ending. It was a huge moment that really puts them ahead. Knowing Scream. that they're a team that can score a lot of runs and they are able to stop the other team from going this far was huge. Like that, that, that to me, that moment solidified the win for them early on. It was like this is this is they have a a, a great outlook for the rest of this game and the roar, the BBD roar, is what actually made this a great play. It was so cool. Yeah, great, great flex. The slow mo afterwards was fantastic. Yeah, really. Good. I like rewound the video a couple times to see if we could hear his scream, but there were so many people yelling, I couldn't like isolate him. But man, that was awesome. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, so, so my my special award for this this team is the Gardner Award. And can oh, you, can giving I, it to you know, Brett Gardner. You know it's it's for Brett Gardner. For Brett Gardner, good congratulations. Congratulations. Um, the Gardner Award. Hmm. I'll say I'll I'll tell wow. you it's for, it's for the entire hook line offense because it well run the topic. But do you understand okay. why? Uh, because they were cultivating offense, and that's what gardeners do. They cultivate plants. That's exactly it. They plant one to right center field. Um, it's for. <laughs> It's because Huckline rakes and Gardner's rake, and then I realized that's really not what Gardner's do. I think they use other instruments like hose. <laughs> so I think raking rake. more. They rake. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if that was I more for so. like leaves and stuff, but there's not a lot of leaves in the summertime. I mean, it, I mean, you can garden all year round. And you rake. Okay. All right. Good. I just want to make sure. <laughs> We're gonna count it. Because I think of rakes, I'm only thinking of like the the leaf raking rakes. Yeah, that's the only rake that I know of. But what would, what would you be raking with that sort of rake? The leaves that fell into your gardener pit. I haven't seen any leaves fall all summer long. If you use the rake during yeah. the summertime, please let us know. Well, you have to use it before, <laughs> in the middle, before uh, when you're uh, doing your yeah, like spring yeah. cleanup. Okay. You know, because you, when you're a gardener, it's like for flowers and all this other stuff, too. Yeah. you got to rake the leaves out of your garden flower bed, right? So my award, we got is, there. my award is great. Okay, good. We got there. Brendan's award is we great. Get off it's his great. fucking back. Get my fucking back. Now it's time for Game 5's most prestigious award. The BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game. BBD, 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 Wow, 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 wow. You don't want to play the sound effect? There you go. We're back. Getting <laughs> we those cobwebs off. Yeah. Uh, we t- as is tradition, we've spoke about this before the show, and it's obviously Trevor. Um, Trevor was all over this game. 
He had that amazing, uh, you know, he had, a, I think, at least one catch. Um, but he had that amazing play where I believe he was bowling. Uh, and he jumps. Yeah, he was yeah. bowling, gets the ball, jumps, and fucking nails the stumps to disrupt the bail and get the wicket. It is um, arguably the real play the best the play we've seen in this entire tournament. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, um, that's a better individual play. Um, better but individual I, play. I, I guess my play is more of like an impactful play of the game. Right. Well, you could say it's wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm no, no. It's, I'm not going to say it's wrong. I was going to. I was going to say, say we didn't give it play of the game because we were giving Trav defensive player right. of the game for you know the whole effort. He was. I'm pretty sure he was blocking balls. Yeah. He was. He, um, he really he wowed Rose with that one too. When you can impress Rose, especially because Rose has a. Uh, you know, he's he's always rooting against Trevor. So when he can right. get him, he can get Rose to actually root for him. That's a you know he's like really playing well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's not much more we could say about it. Was, Trevor Plouffe, cool. um, he liked our, our Instagram comments. Thank you, Trevor. We know you listen. Big fan, big fan. You're a big fan of us. We're a big fan of you, but you're mostly a big fan of us. Um, yeah. Incredible job. Everybody knows it. Uh, he was, he's been doing it all tournament. I mean, the guy was a fucking major league third baseman. Yeah. And, and, and he, not, not to surprising. jump ahead too far, but he looked really good defensively in today's game, too. Exactly. Exactly. He looked incredible defensively yeah. today's game. Um, but with that being said, I don't think there's much more we should be touching on in Game Five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the end of the game was just practice for Forgotten Rotten. Uh, they were so far behind. The second inning was just practice. Where they just let's see pitches, you know, right. get our swings right, uh, and we'll talk about if they did. Later on in the episode. But Later for on. now, game six, baggage versus pinstripe. Player of the game. Player of the game. Oh. We did it. I tried to do it without looking. We're back. Three episodes in uh, I mean, it there. I think I'm maybe really on one right now because that's kind of what we do every episode. So it's almost like we don't have any cobwebs because that's a normal occurrence. Three in a row. Player of the game. Well, it's got to be Lou. Lou. And, you know, I think people started doing that in the warehouse because it sounds like Moo, and everyone knows that Ball and Play is a milk pod. Milk pod. So they might be saying Moo. They might be because of the milk. Because of the milk. That the ball is dunked in. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is Lou. I mean, Lou literally, you know, while, while we're here, I'll also just <laughs> <laughs> give you my award for this game. Go ahead, let's hear it. Uh, this is the Middle Age Man Award. Middle Age Man Award goes to Zoe D'Amelia. Incorrect. It goes to Lou because he hits the ball so well in this tournament that his run total for every game is usually around the age of a middle aged man. That I love that. It's usually, he's usually in the fifty range. I think this one he hit forty nine runs. Um, That's a good one. You should have. Uh held on to that for the awards episode that we're going to do. <laughs> Shit. All right. Cut, 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 uh, No, he, he just, he, no one, no one hits like him. Everyone knows it. This, he, he is the, the hitter to beat, the striker to beat. He's so good. Yeah. He's, I he's mean, fun he to watch. Is... He, he just like has, he's so methodical about it. And like, 
you don't ever see him really go through a funk. He just has a, a smooth swing. Everybody but knows. Brendan, it. he got outscored in this game. Somebody but, put up 61 combined. Well, they lost. Ineligible. They did lose. <laughs> Ineligible. Luke O'Brien, I was watching this game saying, Luke, we all knew if you watched the first ball in play, you knew how good Luke is at this sport. And, uh, you know, he put up 63. Was it 63 or 61, did I say? 61. 61. He put up 61 in one game. Like, granted, eight of those were off of no balls, but I mean, runs a run. Um, He, I think, if he didn't get off to such a slow start after that first game, we'd be talking about him just as much as we're talking about Lou. Uh, Right. The only difference is, I think Lou, I'm going to check to make sure, I think Lou is a little bit better of a bowler. I think yeah. it's also something about the way, the hardness of which the balls come off Lou's bat. It just looks different. Um, yeah. Not that Luke doesn't hit him hard, but no. Lou just got a different sound coming off his bat. Luke is not as intimidating as Lou is. Right. Which is like he's nothing got a, against Luke. Yeah. It's just Luke is kind of like the quiet kid who rakes, and Lou is the guy who rakes and gets in your face. So, <laughs> right. You know? I mean, there's something to be said about that. Um, there's some gamesmanship there. There's definitely gamesmanship there. I mean, we're we're gonna feel like a broken record talking about Lou so much, but just because Lou has been so fucking dominant. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's really gonna get upset tournament. with us giving Lou love. We're gonna get hate mail. Well, we want that. We we said that earlier. No, we want hate listens. We don't want hate mail. Uh, that makes us cry. That is true. We talk a big game, mm-hmm. but we are big babies. Big game, babies, big baby. Big baby, but Brendan yeah. doesn't really flaw off the tongue. I mean, Lou also, if you really want to like talk about it, uh, Lou don't. also had... Okay. Okay. Lou also had uh, pretty good numbers on the mound, only letting up 16 runs-ish. Yeah, anytime that he can come he... on the mound and like do pretty well, it's such a plus. It's, yeah. it's like having like defensive catchers that can sort of hit a little bit. It's like such a plus because right. they're not there for that. He's not there to be your best bowler. So if he can no. do a pretty good job at it, it just gives you such an advantage well yeah especially in a game where like you had shelfie kind of come back down to earth with his bowling after having probably the best bowling performance we had seen up to that point in his first game you know he came back down to earth he allowed uh whatever 17 runs per over on average um, not including the no balls and then lou <laughs> pretty much doing better on the whole in the same amount of time yeah. He had three Lou had three dot balls. It's huge. Um at the yeah, that, time I think that was either most or second most in the whole tournament. That changed, you know, in this last game that we haven't talked about yet. But uh Lou was undeniably the best player in this game. I mean it's it's gonna happen time and time again. I think he is Pinterab's best player, but his his other three guys also can can really hit. I mean, they they all can do everything. And I think that's that's one of their strong. We were talking about that like with a hook line earlier. Pinstripe has the same sort of thing where Joe's can come up, throw up some sixes. Shelfie can do it too. Um, you know that I mean, and just I and mean, they're they're professional player too. Like they 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 have four guys that are just as good as anyone out there, and then they go up like, like we said before. Them versus hook line would be right. an incredible match. I I, I guess. 
the only thing that's that differentiates the two, and I don't want to get too too into it. Right. But like the only thing that differentiates the two is like I said, hook lines in the top ten for runs scored per balls faced off of hits. Mm-hmm. Uh pinstripe is in the top twenty. You know? Mm-hmm. So like there is this huge discrepancy between the two where you know you have two guys on hook line who are averaging over three runs per ball. And then you have, you know, Lou, who's averaging 3.47. And then Justin, who's averaging three. And then Shelfie's 2.38. Yeah, that that, that graphic of all the guys' faces of, like, runs per balls faced with Lou just all the way in the top right corner. (laughs) This is so funny. Like, he's just so much better. Crazy. But let's move on to... Let's move on. Lay of the game. Play the game. I uh, had a couple for this one, but I had to land on um, Justin's four-run walk-off boundary. Okay, I like that. Just because, like, it was going to be, like, Luke's diving catch uh, in that second inning to, like, get them to two wickets. I think that was the the second, the two wickets. Um, No, it was the first wicket. It was going to be that one because that started off the whole... Oh, we can get this, the wickets, we could beat Pinstripe. And then I was like, no, maybe I'll do Shelfies to get the second wicket to make it close. And I was like, it doesn't matter. What it, what it all comes down to is Justin had an at-bat where, let me say, you want your pro there at this point because it is a, oh, shit, if I pop this up, like, it's game over, we right. lose. And they, had, they have it such good back control, we only need four. Right. It's like, it doesn't matter if we only need four to win. If I get a wicket here, we're done. And just has all that pressure, has enough wherewithal, and is able to keep his head cool to get that four, uh, to walk it off, and also to not hit into a wicket. Right, because I mean, um, that's that's it then. That's, that's a scary... Yeah. It's, it, that's, that's where the, it. the, the pressure of the wickets really really comes into play. And I, like you said, you need, you need that, that professional to handle the moment. Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, you want... You want someone who knows what they're doing, but at the same time, like I say this, I say, oh, it was just one swing away and baggage could have won, which is true. But at the same time, it never really felt that way, did it? It never... I mean, yeah, I mean, you just... You, we haven't seen that many games from everybody, but Pinstripe makes you feel like you have seen them over and over again, and they just—they're never going to waver. It, they, the way they right. play makes it seem like we've been watching Pinstripe play ball and play for years because it—you can't see them losing their quality anytime soon. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, you know, good for them. Happy for them. They are really dominant, uh, but it was. <laughs> Baggage has been incredible too. It's crazy. Baggage has been a solid top three team. Um, it's just that, in my opinion, the the distance between two and three is huge. And until Baggage can prove us otherwise, by you know, I believe they play Hookline next. If they could beat Hookline, that's amazing. And I'm yeah. proved wrong. Egg on my face. Yeah. But right now, it just looks like it's like one two. Massive gap to three, massive gap to four, and then the rest of the the uh, the field. 
But from that, we'll go to our prestigious award for game number six, and that is the BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game. BBD, BBD, Again, spoken about before the show. Uh, and we're doing Luke. Luke. Because Luke is uh, an incredible athlete. And it's not talked about enough. Um, he's, you know, he's, Luke, he's underrated. 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 He had the diving catch that I talked about before uh, from the wicket keeper position. He was all over the place uh, defensively, sometimes. You know, we could give this to Zoe. I was thinking about giving it to Zoe, but Zoe's <laughs> not on pinstripe strong fair, or fair, baggage. Fair, fair. He's not on baggage. He's worthy so. though. I mean, he, he's there's a. You know what? I'll, I'll uh, after you're done with this, I'll give my other award. Oh, go ahead. Well, give it, your award. Well, Zoe. Wait, is it for this game? It's for the next game. No. Oh, so then we'll just go into the next it game. Works. Luke, okay. good job. You good made job. a great catch, so you got it, and you also were uh, everywhere. So we love you. Bye. I mean, so Jimmy has said this either on our show or another show about Luke and how he has always just been like his way more athletic younger brother. Just like a really, he he's just a super talented guy at any sport. You know, it's crazy to me. I was watching when I was watching this game, sometimes when Luke would like be in the box, ready to strike. I was like, I thought Jimmy wasn't here. <laughs> it's crazy how up close they look nothing alike. But from like a distance, they look like twins. Right. Yeah, up close, nothing like because because Jimmy has those stunning blues. Stunning blues. Yeah. Luke has pretty good eyes too. He just has, I think, longer hair and is taller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy just has those blue Mini eyes. Mini golf like, champion. Like the guy Jeremy, whatever his name is from the Bear. I don't know what that is. Um, or Shameless, the, the main the guy Lip and Shameless, famous blue eyes. Also, don't know what that is. Yeah. Everybody else knows. Famously, pop culture savant Peter <laughs> Del Rey. Yeah. Um, Let's kick it but, to game seven. Yeah. Game seven. Baggage versus love yous. Brendan, do you want to like switch it up a bit and just start with your award? Or do you have Ooh, like, yeah. do you want oh, yeah. to wait? You know, we were just talking about first? So, so this works out. Uh, wait. Okay, go ahead. He's not my player. This is the Invisible Man Award. Invisible Man. Like I said, it's for Zoe. It's a, we're talking about Zoe here. Do you know why he's the Invisible Man? Because he's invisible and a man. That's true. Uh, he's just kind of... Uh, it up. Just hair and a mop, walking around back there. Uh, <laughs> the Invisible Man is a, a movie that came out recently. Another thing that you probably don't know. Uh, I, no I, idea. I, I haven't seen it, but it's a, apparently a, a movie. I gave this award to Zoe because he has been a fake player on every team of the tournament, making crazy plays in the background. <laughs> just like, like, oh, wait, I, I forgot Zoe's playing for this team today. He just made a diving play. There he is. There he is again. Just he doing it left and right. 2020, Brendan. Uh, well, this during That's COVID. three years. That's <laughs> a three year ago. So if you saw it, you would have forgotten about it by now? Forgot. Uh, yeah, he, I mean... He's just he's just a, a funny guy that will just flap around out there and he'll come up with like, oh, the ball Friend landed in his pod. hands. <laughs> cool. It's crazy how good he is defensively. Friend of the pod. So Friend of the pod. Uh, but now we'll go into the game seven. Player of the game. Player of the game. Peter has player. <laughs> it's Jake. 
It's Jake. Good <laughs> it's for you, Jake. Jake. Jake did it. Jake uh, heard Chris Rose shit talking him. He said, hey, bud, how about you eat this? Put up 4.8 runs Oof. per ball. Yeah, that is true. We, we didn't talk enough about <laughs> Jake's performance in the previous game. Oh, it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, just- Guys, you need to go back. Jake's performance in the last game, he was still drunk. Uh, me and Brendan were texting each other. We typically try to save things for the record. Uh, we were texting each other being like, this is the funniest game I've ever seen. <laughs> we were dying laughing. Sa- Darren Sammy had me cracking up when Jake was like doing his <laughs> antics. And J- Darren was just like, nope, I- don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kept calling him like, all right, he's going to he's gonna talk shit and then just get annihilated by Lou. And it would happen he every said, time. They said, you better not let up a six here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you let up a six. Oh my like it god, works. it was so funny. I was also dying at the at the bail knocking off. <laughs> oh my god! Every time. Every time. <laughs> what an asshole! It was so funny. It was. It, this so is the kind funny. of game though, like where you really can get away with this stuff because all you're right. trying to do as a bowler is just like throw it. Away. There's no like real real strategy, and I'm sure some guys by now have figured some little things out that you can do to try and. Right. Yeah, like, I know like Panic in this most recent game was talking about how he was trying to aim inside to like help be- to have people pop it up or do whatever or aim high to pop right. it up. Well, but, Calvin told him to do that. Yeah, like, but for the most part, you can be silly because there's not a lot going into each throw. Uh, right. So you can you can really put on a show and maybe get lucky and also put on a good performance too. Uh, that's yeah. not the case, but it was still very no. good. It was not the case. Um, Until game seven. But in this game, game seven, Jake averaged 4.8 runs per ball. He really came, delivered when you know his team needed him to. When Luke, um, I think Jake was talking about, uh, he was talking to Luke and Aaron at one point, being like, "Hey, if you guys get run out here, yes, then you start the next one. I don't." And that was very smart because um, he was like, "I'm not very good right now, whatever." And then you know there was a little miscommunication because I think if Jake played in that over and he batted then he would have been sitting, Luke would have been in at the start of the second inning. Um, but there was uh, a little okay. miscommunication. Luke got the last out, which means Jake started. Everybody's like, oh, baggage is cooked now. What love, he's put up 114. Right. Are you kidding me? I thought like he was made, um, he was like, oh, I want to play. I want to start the second inning hitting so that if I end up getting wicketed out, at least we have a good guy coming off the bench. I thought was his, uh, his thought process. But I could be yeah, wrong. Could have Your, been. Yours makes more sense. Could have been. Um, but like... Jake delivered big time, big time when they really needed him to. You know, um, five balls, 24 runs scored, two no balls scored. Uh, like I said before, this really should have gone to probably Rusty, who scored 51, or Aaron, who scored 47, but no pros. No, no pros, pros no for pros. player of the game. Um, you know, Jake also took the mound, didn't do great, allowed 23 runs, not what you really want. Yeah, but it but happens. There was, it was a very high-scoring game, 115 to 114. Yeah. Get off my fucking back, you know? Get off his back, um, get out of the hate mail. Back-to-back games, baggage versus Lovias and, and um, baggage versus pinstripe, where you had one of the teams putting up 61 runs in the first inning, and that was baggage both times. Yeah, you yeah know? They, they can... I'm sorry. By, by, it was yeah, yeah, baggage both times. Yeah, by by this no score, it was, it was pinstripe and then baggage. I'm okay. sorry. Well, either, either way, but, but this just does it proves that baggage has us in the tank. Like they they can right. score with the best of them. Yeah, they, they they really can. And Jake came out here and he said, "You know what? We have Aaron 
who's dominating. We have Luke, who yeah. is arguably an MVP candidate. Um, I need to pull my own weight, and he did. He yeah. really did, and I really think he deserved player of the game. He came in after an abysmal performance in the last game and just shut down. I don't think he had a single hit that was not a boundary. Yeah. You know? Pro- props quickly, though, because we're not going to get to talk too much about props. Lo- Lovia's Rusty figuring it out the previous game, coming in here Rusty's and giving his, chan- giving his team a chance and like really starting to understand how to swing in this particular tournament. Yep. I mean, they, this is one of the highest scoring like on either end, like 114 is one of the highest scores we've had in the tournament. That yeah. score plays with a lot of other games. It so does. You, you, you went down swinging. I didn't yeah. want to. We learned Rusty's a closer, which is cool. Yeah, interesting. What was the, do you remember the term cool. for that? What they call them? Uh, d- death over. Gotcha. He's a death over specialist. That's pretty cool. Um, he, Rusty's so cool. Rusty is so freaking cool. It's yeah. unreal. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, his team couldn't get it done today. Uh, we have Rob Sirocco, famously uh, a very good player, just didn't show up. You know, yeah. 23 runs off of hits when he was bowling, six snowball runs, you know, only 14 runs scored off of four balls, which isn't awful, but it's not the Rob Sirocco that they needed. Because Rob is very good. Rob is very, very good at this game. And he just, you know, he didn't show up today, for better yeah. or for worse. It's, I mean, it it's, it's a short tournament, you know. Short tournament. That's how it goes sometimes. Short tournament. That's a short tournament. Short tournament. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> this one goes to <laughs> Dalton's blocking dive. His boundary Dalton. blocking dive. He, uh, we, we've seen a lot of Dalton just kind of in the in the field out there, just jumping, diving, sliding. He he really likes putting his body in the line, and it's, this is not the first time he's blocked a boundary ball by by sliding or or just. I think there's been a few where it like trickles away, and he will get to it first because he's he's a quick little little stick man. So, wow, Dalton, Dalton, you your 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 baseball skills come into play a lot in the in this league, so. Just want to give you some love out there in the field. Another friend of the show, absolutely friend crushing of the pod. it. Friend of the pod. Friend again. of the pod. Um, and you know what? Let's just go straight into it. The prestigious BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game. BBD, 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 BBD. <laughs> also Dalton. Um, yeah. You know, he not only had this diving play that was great, he had... Um, I believe there was a, a ricochet play where a ball came straight back at Nikki. He tipped it. Dalton cat caught it. No bobble. Dalton caught it and just held the runners to a dot. And, you know, he's been like, his reactions have been incredible to block boundaries. His, um, you know, ability to read the ball very quickly. Yeah. He's going to really act like, like a, him, a goalie back there. A wall goalie. Right. A wall goalie. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have been as good if he was behind the plate as the wicketkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, he needed to be out in the field. Yeah. You know, the ball, when he was bowling for the first time this tournament, he was bowling, and I think there was two balls that were hit, like, right back at him, and he was able to make sure they don't 
ricochet and he kept them still yeah. to make sure they were dots. It was very, very impressive because this ball moves so fast. It's absolutely right. soaked with Especially milk. Especially when it, when it, yes, that, that's the craziest part too is like it gets in your eyes. Gets in your eyes. When it, 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 it gets hit that hard and adult. you're able to, and you're able to catch it and, or stop it, like it, when it's hit really hard, that's when you, you get those dot balls. If it's hit slowly and they have time to run, it's not as difficult to make the play and it becomes a run. Yep. When it's hit hard and you're able to stop it, you, you save three runs every time. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we'll move on. We're we're current now. We're current. We're current. Get off our backs. Get off our backs. Game eight for God Rotten versus We Got Ice. Blair of the game. Blair of the game. I got this one. Brennan has Blair of the game. Brennan has it. Brennan has it. It's Jack Doyle. It. I mean, this is the first game we've talked about today that someone has won a game with their defense. This, I mean, yeah, the game started off, and it looked like, like okay, cool. This is good. like both teams are going to reach over a hundred runs. Just kidding. Jack has Jack's pitching, and I think it was huge that that Trevor got wicketed out. Then, like the momentum really shifts. Uh, yeah, and then once Calvin gets wicketed out, like holy shit, you have the, now your two weakest strikers. And was it back to back? I think it. Well, I think both those wickets were in that first over. No, it wasn't. It was. It oh, was in the first mean, over. But it wasn't back to back. Oh, it you was mean back to back pitches, first, right? First okay. ball and fourth ball. Right, and then dot dot after that. Uh, first ball dot dot fourth ball dot dot. Nuts. So wicket dot dot wicket dot dot. I mean, with it with this, I'll kind of I'll go into my uh, my final game eight award. Uh, it, it's the Pac Man award. Adam Pacman Jones. It's for Adam Pacman Jones. We got a Brett Gardner and Adam Pacman Jones got awards in this episode. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're not even in the tournament, Brendan. You're out of pocket today. <laughs> you really am. Um, do you I mean you kind of know who it's who it's for and why? Uh it's what we've been talking about. Yeah, it's for Jack because he's gobbling up dots. That's right. I mean, he makes the the little scoreboard look like you're playing Pac-Man. That's what it's all about, baby. I mean, this is this is Oh, because of the dots. That's the dots. really good. Yeah. It's it's unprecedented. Sammy was saying like, this is like if <laughs> if they don't score any runs in this entire inning, that that has never happened in cricket. Right, um, would have been absurd. I mean, they still only scored. They scored nine in the entire inning. I think so. Zach, I mean, Jack pitches two. You like, oh yeah, because the Obis scores. got a dot and then another wicket yeah. in the in the third over. Yeah, nuts. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to give most of the props obviously, obviously to like the, the pitching staff, the bowling staff of. We got ice. Um, Crazy. Unfortunately, Pennick and Matt just uh, were not able to put good swings on those balls. Well, I mean, it's not just Pennick and Matt, right? I mean, Trevor and Calvin yeah. also got out. Right. I mean, Calvin got two dot balls before getting a wicket. Right. Um, but, I mean, we could go straight into this. I'm sure it's the same person. Player of the game. Wait, did I give player of the game? No, you gave your award, your Pac-Man award. Oh. Wait, I, already, I definitely already played the sound, though. We played it three times. <laughs> this is where we finally get lost. Okay, we're so close. Did we? It's, it's Adam Pac-Man Jones. Adam Pac-Man Jones did it again, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, it's, uh, it. it's Jack Doyle. Jack. Uh-huh. 
Doyle's universe? Um, yeah. Nine dot balls. Nine dot balls. Three wickets. Three wickets. Jack was ridiculous. He had a full over where he let no run score. <laughs> like, how, how many times do we have to talk about it? Yeah. I'm a done full talking Full over. About it. We're done. Sorry, guys. Simon, it's your turn now. Peter has play. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to be that loud. Play of the game. Play the game. It's one of those moments where, like, a couple episodes ago, I wanted to give it to Rusty for, like, a full inning against Drew. Okay. It might have been last episode, actually, um, where I wanted to give it to Jack for that full inning um, of just nothing, the perfect over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not. Can't do it. Has to be one ball. And I'm going to give it to Zoe oh. for his diving catch to get the wicket against Calvin. In the first over of the second inning, yeah, um, this is what Zoe you does. know it—it's what Zoe does. Um, he gets rot, forgotten, rotten's big hitter. You know, after Trev is out, Calvin's the next big hitter for forgotten, rotten. You know, Matt is an unproven commodity at this point because he really hasn't seen too many balls. Justin Pennick is very clearly outed himself as a bowling or defensive specialist. Yeah. Got the second wicket to put real pressure on Forgotten Rotten. And it was just an exciting play. Like, he threw himself to the ground. You love yeah. that. I mean, clearly, no one sees the ball better off the ceiling than Jack and Zoe. They're, oh, just, they're really sure. good at there. They see they're it. They're really good at it. They know there. it. And I, I bet with how heavy those balls are, because they're different than Blitz balls, and they're, again, soaked in milk, uh, they probably are soaked easier to read than Blitz balls, kind of like rattling around up there and having more spin and whatever weirdness is going on up there. Uh, yeah. So this is probably a cakewalk for Zoe to catch pop-ups as opposed to blitz ball. Correct me if I'm wrong. In Not wrong. <laughs> no correction needed. <laughs> okay, I like it. And as we know, Zoe loves milk, which is why he gravitates to the ball that's soaked in it. Right. Love Mouth it. first. Mouth first. No. Can't say that, Pete. <laughs> um... But, uh, you know, Zoe really deserved that play of the game. And with that, for our final most prestigious award of the game, the BBD Memorial Defensive Player of the Game. Who does that go to, Brendan? BBD, 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 Memorial. Who does it go to, Brendan? It goes to Zoe. Zoe. He's, he, he gets I, it. He, this is, is also kind of just like a a conglomerate of all of his performances on all the other teams that he is not eligible to get this award for. So like it's just his his performance throughout the entire tournament, subbing for everyone. He's yeah. now able to get this award for his own team. He's a defensive wizard out there. Yeah, I mean, not to mention he caught two pop-ups to get a wicket. Two in this one game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Zoe is insane. I mean, he says it. He loves playing defense. This is why he has played four baggage twice, four yeah. rotten once, four we got ice thrice. Um, wow, that was really cool. Oh, I did a rhyme. Um, he he was really feeling it on defense today, and I mean, like to be fair, he's had a lot of practice. Mm, should we take it away from him then? Mm. Not there. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Zoe. Stripped. Sorry. It goes to Adam Pac-Man Jones instead. Yeah. I mean, like, he's also he's also doing good job. 
<laughs> he's also doing a good job blocking the ball from hitting the wall for boundaries, like just yeah. getting All in the, the way. Like he, I think he had a play in the baggage game where he like just sat on the ball and prevented a boundary. Where I want to yes, say it was yes. Nikki who was batting, who like was just like, was, is that a four? I think they only got one run off of it. Right. Because um, Zoe butt blocked it. Zoe, absolutely defensive player of the game. Yeah. Um, he was the one who, or was that in this game? Um, where Zoe sat on it. Zoe got one in this. He got the third wicket as well. He caught Calvin's and then he got the third wicket. When Matt was up, where he passed it over to Obis, who oh, got okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard um, to remember because he's in so many games. Really, really great job uh, from Zoe. And I realized I didn't talk about something that I wanted to talk about, which is for the Loveyas baggage versus Loveyas. Is it just like that's all of our awards? That's all of it. That's everything. Every almost everything has been concluded. Um, in the Loveyas game, is it just me? Or did it kind of seem like Lovia's and Nikki and Dalton and Rusty and uh, Rob were being like way too aggressive with their running? And they really ran themselves into outs a couple times where I, I feel yes. like if they didn't do that, they might have been able to That's a good point. win oh, yeah, the yeah. game. I, I think that um, Sammy and Rose were, were calling them out too. Like, what do you, you guys are really like, enough? Like, so you guys. Especially with the everyone has a professional on their team. You think the professionals would would help coach them into being more conservative at certain and so there are certain areas where you want to be aggressive when you know like you right. you, you haven't given up any wickets yet and you only have a couple more balls left. You can really just keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, but there's and you're running into and in baseball too. Like we we know what it looks like to run into outs. It's like a, a rally killer. Um, yeah, you're just like yeah. I understand. But they lost that. by one. So what what happens there? And, they and, lost by one. And baggage didn't get I, the, I, those. Uh, they didn't finish the chase until like pretty late in the third over too. So it wasn't like they, like oh they won by one, but it was because like they didn't have that much to chase. Like they had a lot to chase and they did it. And they, they was it would could have been close. Like it was it came down to the final wicket. Yeah, I mean like it could have been just because they were saying, "Hey, we haven't won a fucking game yet. Let's just." So we really need to do something different. Yeah, and like force some and throws. That something and... different was let's be aggressive. Yeah. And forcing throws so, too on the others on the wicket side could end up right. be, or turning into a four. So that's maybe but that's like, part of the play. You're doing these things that's getting, you know, Nikki, who's notoriously a power hitter, Rusty, who's notoriously a power hitter, all these guys like just getting run out for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're being a little extra aggressive. Yeah. Didn't need to do it. I thought that Lovey's really could have won that game. They could have. But you know, that, that reminded me of something that I, I had realized too is that it's interesting that everyone seems to realize the play to make if you're going to try and wicket someone on the physical, like the, the pole side. Everyone's throwing it to a guy that's kind of covering it like it's a base, which I guess is smart so that the ball doesn't yep. trickle into the wall. Yeah. I, I had I sometimes I don't even think about that because like, it, it has it happened maybe like once or twice that that the a throw has gotten to that wall and caused a four. Yeah. So I, I forget that's part of the game and that's why they're all I don't think being it's extra careful all. over there. It happened definitely once. I don't remember when. I know in this last game or one of the games. I think it happened at either, a time it didn't uh, matter though. One of these last two, like they hit the wickets, which made the ball dead, but then Zoe like dove to prevent it from hitting the wall. Right. Um, 
But uh, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, what could have been? Yeah. Because if Lovius wasn't hyper aggressive the way that they were, I really think they could have beaten Baggage yeah. and gone through. And I think Baggage kind of got lucky. Um, because Lovies is a power hitting team, you know. So, yeah, I mean, at, at first they weren't. I think it oh, took well, a little while to get here, and they, they were just starting to find their stroke at the right time, and it just didn't work out. But yeah, they're now rusty. one of two teams that have been knocked out. We are down to four teams. Down to four teams, and it, the, the this tournament happens fast. It happens real fast, and I think the. You know, you're going to see We Got Ice, who's starting to find their feet, come up against Pinstripe, who is disgusting. So I don't really know what to see there, because if Jack can... If they can get Lou out early, We Got that's Ice the key. Has. That's got to be the key to the game, is to maybe hope he pops something up and wicked him out. Yeah. Get Jack... Uh, hopefully Jack can bowl another yeah, four overs. you need to down. It's a huge point. Um, and then you have Hookline versus Baggage, where Hookline is such a fun team to watch because there's never a, like, quote-unquote, easy striker. Yeah. I, I you think know, that's everybody's a, that's a, that's dangerous. That's a more evenly matched game, I think. Then we got... Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we got Ice versus Pinch. Which is crazy because I thought Hookline had it wrapped up and then Baggage has that game and I just start to go, oh, okay. Yeah, this is going to be a fun game. Yeah. No matter what, these these next three games are going to be so fun. And I'm talking semifinal, semifinal, final. They're going to be so much fun to watch. Uh, I hope people keep listening because... Because we're back. You know what? Whatever. I don't care if you listen. <laughs> you know what? I don't we care. We hate you guys. We hate you guys. No, I'm, I'm just I'm glad we're back here to talk about it because it, it really, it, I think talking about this stuff gets me more excited to go watch stuff. So I, yeah. I'm, uh, it makes me amped up. It, these three games are going to be good just because the stakes are high now. Like the, the Ren Robin stuff, I think we had said a little bit during those four, first four games. It was exciting because it was like fun and new for me. Um, yep. And it was just it was a lot of it was good play, but now that it's single elimination from Ren Robin is such a different animal, and like it's it just you're going to start to really feel it now that's semis. Yep. 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 And I'm I'm very very excited about it. Yeah. Very excited about it. I want, see, These I, want, are, I want to see one more, like I, I want to see like a record-breaking number, and I want to see another like very low score. I feel like if we get pinstripe in the final, regardless of if they face baggage or hookline, I think we're seeing like one thirty, one forty. Hell yeah, maybe not one forty, but we might see like one thirty. Okay, let's see it. Be crazy. crazy. They're so good. That's Anything all we else got you want to talk about, four. baby? No! Me either. <laughs>